Good morning, good morning to all of you. Praise the Lord this morning. Uh, I'd like to welcome you all this morning to the Creating a Prayer Conference for God this morning. Amen. Uh, it is 6 a.m. in the morning here in Tallahassee, Florida. And Monday morning, July the 13th. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for a new day that we've never seen before today. We give him praise, Lord, and honor because we know that if it had not have been for the Lord who was for us and on our side, we would not have received. Amen. 
yesterday, morning, amen. Again, I'd like to welcome all of you this morning. Pray that the word bless you today. So let's pray. Abba, Father, which are in this heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debt. We forgive our debt toward. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power and the glory. It all belongs to you, Father. So this morning, Holy Ghost, as we come this morning to share with the saints of God, to share with our listeners out there, to encourage them to hopefully build some up right now with the word of God and hopefully mature and perfect some for ministry. Uh, we just thank God this morning for the lost souls being saved as a result of his word going out. We thank God and back about us this morning we'll be able to hear and access to this word that will encourage them to come back to Jesus because he keeps coveting in every generation. And, and that the prodigal sons and daughters have gone out into the world and found out it wasn't what they thought it was. And they're wanting to go back and return back to their first love. And we thank you, God, that they're welcome to come back, Lord God, because we know, God, that that is your desire, God, to have all of them return back to you, Lord God. All they need to do, Father, is just repent. And Lord God, just that forgiveness and they can return. We thank you this morning for those immature Christians, Lord God, that even now they're on the call and desiring to because the word that they may grow thereby, Lord God, not thinking of themselves more highly than they ought, even those that are in the pulpit across the globe, Lord God. We thank and praise you that they're even going to mature more from hearing these, these words that are being published on these podcasts. It's your word, and you said, God, that you would add to your words a blessing, so Lord God, that will make them rich where you, Father, had no sorrow to them. So we thank and praise you this morning for the hearing of the word of God because you said faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word. That's that you're bringing forth today of new revelation that this word go forth, Lord God, that are going to enhance our life, enhance our walk, Lord God, and add more to our faith, more virtue to our faith, God, that we'll be able to trust you more because without faith it's impossible to please you. So we have your word, God, that teaches us, God, that the message that we preach is a message of faith, Lord God. We thank you, we praise this morning. So we pray now and we speak this morning in the spirit to those mature Christians, oh Lord God, that they will cease to act as though, Lord God, they're immature, Lord God, because when we were children, we did childish things, but when we became men and women, full grown adults, we put aside all of those childish things, oh God, we began to live as adults, oh God, as mature, Lord God, we began to do the things that we said, oh God, that you called us to do it, so Father, we're praying this morning in the name of Jesus, that all that are out there today, that we can be present, we can God, that it will be a blessing to them in the name of Jesus. They'll be encouraged and built up and mature for the work of ministry, Lord God, that you might be glorified. We thank and praise you now. We pray for this country that's struggling with leadership right now, God. We're praying that if they would just humble themselves, oh Lord God, under the hand of Almighty God, we believe you exalt those leaders in due time. Because you said promotions come down from you, Lord God. They don't come from the, 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 the south, the east, and the west, but they come from the north. They come from the region of heaven, Lord God. You are you help them, Lord God, because you have all authority under your command, under your control, Lord God. Part of the king is even in your hand. But you said when the righteous are in charge, this is what we would see the people tormented, mourning, Lord God, sad and broken, oh God. But you said when the righteous are in charge, the people will prosper and they will rejoice. And so we give you praise, Lord God, as we move into this campaign season right now. Let all the issues, oh God, that our various candidates bring to let them be uh, let them be revealed, oh God. Let them be transparent. Let us see them for who they are, what they are, and then make our decision in November. We give you the praise and glory and the honor for it right now. God, we pray against this coronavirus, the spread of it, the breakout of it again, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. But we pray for the discipline of the people, the practice of social distancing guidelines, the practice washing of the hands of our water for 20 seconds, the practice wearing that mask, oh Lord God, when they're in quarantine, 
prodigy campus and then God, we just give you all the praise. Let them be no defiance, oh Lord God, because it's all to keep us safe, oh Lord God. And so we give you the praise and so we appreciate the fact that the president put on a mask for the first time. We believe it's the result of the prayers of the righteous, oh Lord God. We believe that you're breaking him down, Lord God, because you said a broken heart and contrite spirit you would not despise. So Father, we thank you that his wisdom is foolishness to you, Lord God. And I believe that you're going to work it all out and turn it around, God. Touch his heart. Save his soul and you save others that are lost, oh God, in our government. Right now, we give you the praise to go down for it in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you that this is our season to rise and go forth, oh Lord God, and declare and proclaim the good news of the gospel as we humble ourselves right now. God, we you, you said it's wise, it, 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 it's best in the wisdom of the knowledge of your word as we serve you in humility to be an example for others, oh God, in Jesus' name. is our prayer this morning. Amen and amen.
to be able to serve God in humility. Staying humble, and the scripture lets us know that in due time, God will exalt you. He will exalt you in due time. He knows when that time is. Amen. He will. He promotes, he takes down. The Bible says in the last days it will come to pass that we're going to see the greatest of them become the least of them, and the least of them become the greatest of them. That's why I love the worship song I was worshiping with this morning, that, that this is our season. Why is this our season? What's so spectacular about this season? After we got the coronavirus spreading again, after we got this, we got this, our president, we got these people out here. We, we had a fire in a ship yesterday. Navy folks sick over in California. We got all these things that we're dealing with right now. Is that high in the world? Could this be our season? It's because, see, we are the ones that are saved. So we're supposed to engage these times a little bit different. Even the days that are evil, we have the power and authority from giving us delegated by God to redeem those times because they're evil. And so you see, we win with them if we just learn to fight from the position of victory and not for the victory. Christ has already secured that. Don't let these things distract you and take your focus off of him. This is why we have to possess the wisdom of God so that we can be able to discern between what's right and what's wrong. You still got those two paths out there. One's going to lead you towards worldly wisdom to try to solve the problem. The other is going to lead you towards God's divine wisdom to solve the problem and deal with the problem. You have to choose, and you do that by understanding the concept of man, you know, versus God. You know, man has no good in him at all. Even if we thought we had some, the Bible says that that's still the rag in the sight of God. We got to solve that. So where do I look for goodness? I look to God. All good. And I have to do that with meekness and self-control and temperance. You know, so that I'll end up getting all fucked up in myself and thinking it's about me and no longer about him. And this is, seems to be the fate of a lot of people right now. To include curses. I hope you hear me out there, curses. Don't make it about you. Don't have the people serving you. You're here to serve the people. That's what makes us the greatest in the eyesight of God. So don't make it about you. It ain't because you say so. It's because he said so. And so we have to be able to possess that wisdom so that we can continue to serve God in humility. Amen. I gave you some definition yesterday about humility. And just to capture the last thing we said yesterday, let me give you this one verse of scripture. It's in the book of Proverbs, chapter 11, verses 2 through 4, and verses 6, and verse 12 of the King James Bible. It's the last scripture I gave you just to rewet your, your whistle this morning, as we say. It says, He that is void of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his feet. That's what we left off at yesterday. I know it's trouble out there. I know it's agitation out there. I know it's frustration out there. I know that there are things out there that just don't sit right with us. I know there are people out there that get on our nerves. I know there's disappointment out there. Even sometimes within our own self, we're not totally satisfied. You know, we're hungry and thirsty for everything but righteousness. Those times are out there. Those situations are out there. Those circumstances are out there. Those agitating factors are out there. Look at what he said. Don't take it out on your neighbor, even though they may be the one calling. You know, you over there trying to think they got nine kid bulls over there barking all night. You can't get no sleep. You better be calling the law. You want to be a knock. All these things, they're, they're out there. These frustrations, these agitations, you know. You know. But he said a man of understanding holds his feet. You know. He holds his feet. You know. Why? It's because we're uh, possessing a, a great... Um, a great blessing from God, just like Solomon asked God. You know, he said, I got to deal with these people. I got to deal with their frustrations. I got to deal with their problems. And then the baby done died. The baby was killed. 
walking in the power of God, don't let nothing pollute you so that you lose that power. Knowing this, that God is the only one that can keep us from falling and present us blameless with unspeakable joy. But the world is given to you, and the world should not take it. Nothing should be that appealing out there in the world. And all this is based on Scripture. Matter of fact, this is Scripture that I'm reading you right now. It says, Know without a shadow of a doubt that God is our only wise God and Savior, who alone dwells in His glory, His majesty, His dominion, His power, both now and forever. He don't need no man. I don't care how many titles he got. I don't care how many nice suits and shoes. I don't get the shoes he wear. I don't care how slick his hair is. I don't care if he got 125 uh, armor bearers and guards that carry big 44 magnum guns. I don't care if you ride around in road horses everywhere you go. and got six drivers that rotate to take them where they need to go. I don't care about that. That is not anointing. Don't be confused about that. Because the, the, the anointing is to destroy the yoke. That's the only reason that the anointing is on us. is to destroy the yoke. And when people come into the house of God, they don't want to be yoked. They want to have the yoke destroyed. Amen. And if you're begging them for money, you're putting them in a yoke. Because they think they can buy salvation. They think they can buy their way. They think that... If I put a thousand dollars on this altar that I don't borrow it, you know, that took rent money, that I'm gonna get a blessing. That's not true. That's not true. And so instead of them getting rid of a yoke and all that anointing on you, you're putting them in bondage. Because now you got them thinking uh, a false uh, a gain is gain, and it's no gain at all. But if you teach them the very principles of Malachi, the book of Malachi, chapter three, verse ten, that that all that's required is that you give, bring God His tithe, and then you give an offering. And you purpose in your heart, Bible says, don't let them give. Not budgeting, not necessity, not thinking about put a thousand, I'm going to get something. That's unwise. It's not of God. And people have a lot of charisma to do that. They have a lot of nerve to do that. And it frustrates the process. It goes against what God is teaching us to do, even when it comes down to giving. We know the deal, but we have to possess this wisdom so that we can live and serve God in humility. Not humiliation. People are humiliated right now. They've been throwing all these up on the MCPs and ain't seen no kind of proof. Frustrated, you know, frustrated. But look at what he's saying. Who alone dwells in glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. But this is what he says here in the book of Jude, chapter 1, verse 20 through 25, the King James Bible. He said, but even though, building up yourselves, building up yourselves, don't let nobody square your head up, don't let nobody talk you into nothing, don't let nobody pollute your faith with some junk. That's what's happening right now. Name it and claim it. And all of this, there's no discipline, no, no want to give up nothing, you want to keep one foot in the world, you want to keep one foot in the church, and some of people are hurting right now, only because they can't go to the building, and they don't know what else to do. It's like they're shipwrecked on and out. I saw a video yesterday of this, 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 this senior citizen. She's been dressing up in all her nice church outfits every Sunday. Just to be in her house and profile in the mirror. And praying, she said, I'm praying, I'm looking to God, and her opens the door so I can wear these outfits again. I was like, come on. That's what we teach in people. To dress up the outside of the cup and leave all that contamination pollution on the inside of the cup. probably got a whole bunch of friends that she calling and talking to and they doing the same thing on the phone. What you gonna wear Sunday? If they open the church, then what you gonna wear? Mm -hmm. I bought this new outfit and they had a chance to wear it yet. I just can't wait to break up in there. And he said, you know, building yourself up in your on your most holy faith 
praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life, and of some have compassion, making a difference, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. That's what I saw yesterday when I saw her. Nice blue royal blue suit, big hat on her head. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of, our, of his glory with exceeding joy to the only, to the only wise God our Savior. Let him be all the glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. Keep your focus on him. We need to let our spirits make known to him our uh, uh, adoration and our love every day just because it's a wise decision to do it. You know, you know. For saints, absolutely. Absolutely. Got nothing to do with what you wear. In the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 47, King James Bible, it says this, And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. And we don't ever go back to the building. You're still going to have to rejoice. you got to let the spirit rejoice. Don't let the spirit get stagnated. Don't let the spirit get stale. That's why you got to have the word of God. you got to possess the word of God. Why? Because you're feeding your spirit with spiritual food so he can respond to God. How's he going to respond to God? With worship and praise. Remember the Lord said, I'm going to and fro even now. I didn't stop going to and fro just because the church door got low. I'm still going to and fro seeking for church that will worship me in spirit and in truth. And if we don't possess the wisdom of God, we won't know what to do. We'll sit at home and dress up and look in the mirror and profile and, you know, and, and talk to ourselves about what you're going to wear when you go back to church. But God is constantly looking at what's in the heart of man. He's looking at what's on the inside. It's worshiping you. It's praising you. And all you need to do is wake up in the morning, throw your hands in there and praise you and thank me for another day. Even if you don't go to the building, you know, you're still acquitted to praise me and to worship me for who I am. Aren't you still breathing? Don't you still have a roof over your head? Don't you still have clothes on your back, shoes on your feet? Didn't you wake up to that city of them, close your right mind? So praise me right where you're at. You know, now we can go on and, and seek eternal life. You know, we can know that God alone is good. We can obey his commandments. That's what the wisdom teaches us. We possess it. We can give all that we are and have to Jesus Christ that he can use it for his glory. Don't have to withhold nothing. That's what Peter said, making ourselves available to him to be used by him. Avoid letting what you have and who we think that we are pull us away from God and his kingdom. I ain't going to let no clothes that I bought to wear the church six months ago and pull me away from God. Might end up giving them away. I like my t-shirt with, you know, Jesus 100% for Jesus Christ. Got him on yesterday. Hopefully y'all saw that. Creating a prayer culture for God. You know. Even in this, it is still a good thing to stay humble before God in man. Why, Pastor? Let's look at the book of Isaiah, chapter 64, verse 6 through 12, the King James Bible. Again, that's the book of Isaiah, chapter 64, verse 6 through 12, the King James Bible. I know y'all going to love this scripture. Just don't read it enough or refer to it enough to keep us in check. But listen to it. This is what we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags, and we all do 
fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. Don't freak out and fall away just because the church doors are closed. Plug in. Call in on some of these podcasts. I, I, I highly recommend creating a prayer culture for God. We'll give you the information. And there is none that calleth upon the name, thy name, Lord. I bet you we do. That stirreth up himself to take hold of thee. I bet you we do. But thou hast hid thy face from us and has consumed us because of our iniquity. Oh, Lord, we ask you to forgive us of ours and help us with ours. But now, O Lord, thou art our Father, and we acknowledge you, Lord, as our Father. We are thy clay, and thou art the potter. You are our Father, and we all are the work of thy hand. Work on us, Lord. Mold and shape us. Make us, O God. Help us to be able to protect your wisdom, that we may serve you in humility. But be not wrought very sore. Don't get upset because you can't get to the building. Just call them to the great and proud culture. We'll help you. We'll guide you. We'll teach you. We'll show you the way. Oh, Lord, is what he's saying. Neither remember iniquity forever. Behold, see, we beseech thee. We are all thy people, all lives, all those belong to God. I wish somebody get this revelation right here and stop trying to buy this country. Thy Holy cities are a wilderness. Zion is a wilderness. Jerusalem, a desolation. Yeah, this is darkness everywhere. Growth darkness. Ungenerated stuff going on all over the place. But God is still on his throne. He has not vacated his throne. We're still giving from heaven. My God, we still put God in remembrance of what he said. We're still keeping hope alive because he said, I know my thoughts towards you, child of God. They are not evil. They are thoughts of peace. They do you good to bring you to an expected end that you might have a hope and a future. So our holy and our beautiful house, where our fathers praise thee, is burned up with fire, and all our present things are laid waste. That's all right, Lord. You said that all them things were going to be a pile of rubber, not to put no confidence in no building. You said we are the temple of God. We are the temple of God. We are the temple of God. And we're to present our bodies to you as a living sacrifice, without spot without wrinkle. Hold it acceptable unto you, God. You are, you're, you're the temple. You're the temple, God, you want to dwell in. We are that temple. And he said, Will thou refrain thyself for these things, O Lord? Will thou hold thy peace and afflict us very soul? No, he will not if you seek after him with all your heart, mind, soul, by his strength. He will not deny you. He will not despise you. Those are the ones he's looking for. Seek him for such that will worship him in spirit and in truth. Not your truth, but his truth, the way he wants to be worshipped. Emptying yourself of everything, humbling yourself under the hand of Almighty God, being broken before God, a broken and a contrite spirit, He will not despise. Remember, who we are after is for Christ's sake. You know, that, that's what we're doing this for, His sake. The lost soul, we're doing it for them, the baptized, the prodigal, the immature, the mature alike. Anybody and everybody who wants to come to Jesus Christ just as they are. Amen. Black lives, white lives, brown lives, yellow lives, red lives, all lives, and all souls matter to God. Only what we do for God is accomplish that purpose right there. Pulling some of them out of their fire. Only what we do for God is what's going to count in the end. Soul winners are wise. And he who loves his soul, you know, God said, I love souls. Who will win souls? Love his God. He says, What then? Book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 9 through 12, the King James Bible says this. So what then? 
why we don't have no respect for person. You know, that's why we want everybody to be saved, black, white, all lives, all souls, you know, brown, red skin, people, it doesn't matter. God has no respect for person. You know. He said, I made myself servant unto all men. That's why we say we get to the body, y'all. That I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. And to them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. In other words, don't be ignorant of what's going on around you. Learn a little bit about these cultures. Learn a little bit about why people are trying to get to this country. Learn a little bit about people's struggles. Learn a little bit about all these different 4,200 denominations out there. What you want to learn is, what do they think about these? That's it. What do they think about Jesus? That'll tell you a lot right there. Because that's the only name by which men can be saved. You know. And I'll ask them a question if anybody ever came in contact. Do you believe in Jesus? That'll tell you a lot right there. You know. I would want to know that more than anything else. You know. And that's but anyway, you know he loves you. And leave it at that. Let that be planned. Let it speak for you. He says under the law. To them that are without the law, as without the law. In other words, if they ain't got no law, don't try to don't try to you know treat them with the law. You ain't gonna say with the law. You know, just let them know God loves you even without. He loves you with it. He loves you without it. Being not without the law of God, that's the key right there. They ain't gonna die and go to hell just because of the, the, the not keeping the law of, of, of Moses or, or the Ten Commandments. You know. They're going to they go to die and go to hell if they try to make another God. Well, I should say go to hell, but they're going to have to deal with God. He's jealous because you they have no other God before me. You know, obey my commandments, keep all of them. I would want to dread to know what kind of war you're going to get if you don't. He said to the weak, I became weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And you see what Paul is saying here? Paul is saying, my whole reason for becoming what I become to everybody I meet is so that I can win them to Christ, not to me. That's the key right there. We're trying to put the focus on Jesus and not myself. And Paul saying, to do that, I really got to humble myself. This is the only way you can become all things to people is by humbling yourself. You know, you have to do what they do. You know, you have to humble yourself. Let God do he goes on to say, and this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So, run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. I had to get there for it. Now that they do get to obtain in a corruptible crown, some do want to be pleased by people. They want the pat on the back. They want the word to give them a certificate or big old flag. They ain't got nowhere to keep it. They can't eat it. You know, you can't part it when you, when you get home and run out of food. Said, but we are, but we can interrupt. Amen. I therefore so run, you know, not as uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that bears uh, uh, meetings in the hair, he says, but I keep under my body and bring into subjection Least that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And that's in the book of 1 Corinthians, uh, chapter 9, verse 16 to 17 of the King James Bible. And we're going to end right there. Father, we give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor. 
We thank you this morning, Lord, for how you've spoken to us from the word. We thank you that our spirits have been nourished. We thank you that our minds have been transformed a little bit more. Our hearts, Lord God, have been purified this morning by the word. We thank you, Lord God, that you have sanctified, consecrated, separated us even a little bit more in our understanding and thinking right now as we uh, strive this morning to possess the wisdom of God that we may go forth and serve you, God, and serve others in much humility. We thank and praise you this morning that your word has sanctified us this morning, Lord God, and has made us whole, Lord God, in the areas in our lives where we were lacking understanding and wisdom. And now, Father, we thank and praise you for giving us wisdom this morning, Lord God. Thank you for giving us knowledge this morning. Thank you for enlightening our understanding this morning that, Father, we can become more effective witnesses. We can make it not about us, but about others. Lord God, as we continue to build ourselves up by praying in our most holy faith, we thank and praise this morning, Father God, that we have uh, allowed ourselves, oh Lord God, to be humbled under the hand of Almighty God, trusting that you will exalt us in this season. And, Father, as we're exalted, we're praying that we be able to pull others up, to be able to encourage others, Lord God, to be able, Lord God, to tell them about the love of Jesus, that it was all about Jesus Christ, Lord God. He became all things to all of them. He humbled himself that he might present Jesus Christ to them as his Lord, as our Savior, as the great God in heaven, the only one that can save, the only one that can heal, the only one, Lord God, that can bless us and bless them, Lord God, the only one that can turn our lives around, Lord God, and make things grand, Lord God, and take away old things and put new things in place, Lord God. And so we thank and praise, Lord God, for the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord God, and so we thank you that it is the power of God, oh God, that everybody out there will be able to believe it, but how can they believe it, Father God, except they hear it, and how can they hear it, except we preach and go forth, except we teach and go forth, and humble ourselves, oh God, and receive the wisdom of God, that we may be able to instruct others in the wisdom of God, and we serve you in humility, Lord God, we thank you for Jesus being our perfect example, Lord God, how he got, uh, beheld the, the, the gospel, oh God, that he Their hearts and their souls, and it's not about the outcome. 
from man, but it's about the heart of man, because you looked at the heart, Lord God, and you want to be purified the heart. You want to conform the life to the image and likeness of Christ, Lord God. And you're not, hey, you're not moved by clothes, you're not moved by exterior, Lord God, performance, but you're moved by what is in the heart, Lord God. And you said, oh Lord God, you want to create a clean heart of it, do a right spirit in your people, Lord God. And I pray in the name of you that we use this time as pastors to pour into them, oh Lord God. Oh, the knowledge of God, the more important things of life, oh Lord God, that we describe after, Lord God, to please you, to aim and please you, to glorify you, to magnify you, and righteousness and peace and joy, things of the Spirit, Lord God. And so, Father, we're praying for our many, many listeners out there this morning that they understand, Lord God, it's not about the thousand dollars that you do at the apostle or the prophet's feet, Lord God. Father, this is not the gain that you're interested in, but God, you want them to gain eternal salvation. You want them to gain the wisdom and knowledge of God and the understanding
called us to do. Protect and do wisdom to do. The understanding to do. finish as we serve you and honor you and your people. And you really is our hope and our prayer today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Well, amen, amen. All right, then. Well, hey, I'm finished. Hope you got something.